8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. Well, welcome to the second half of the show when we move from the big hitter where we get one person who comments on a range of important issues as we just did with Dennis George. We now get a big issue and we get maybe one, two, three people and we certainly get you to comment about it. And what I want to talk about today is um, taxi violence or taxi disputes. You may have heard uh, this morning uh, in the CBD of Pretoria that uh, there was violence that, that erupted. At the end of it all, and listen to this one, five taxi drivers had been shot and wounded. Five, not one, five people. And this is not robbery. This is a feud, I understand, between different taxi uh, organizers, taxi associations. Now, not, that's not the only thing. If we rewind over the last few days, um, there were further incidences. And all have one thing in common, the issue of uh, taxi violence, Taxis basically fighting for their own space, fighting for their own turf. Of course, very often we, as the as the commuters, uh, we we get in we get in the middle of all of that. That's that's the one thing, uh, which is a huge problem. But but in many cases, so on the one end, we as commuters are in the middle. But in many cases, however, it is the taxi drivers themselves who are perpetrators and who are also victims as well. Now, the bigger question about this, we may get up to date with what actually happened, but the, but the real issue is not just about what happened today. It's like, goodness, what are we going to do about this? Why is it that about every week we can have the same discussion and it could be exactly the same topic? What is needed to stop taxi violence? Why does it start? Why does it erupt in the first place? What's the big issues around it? And why does it seem like it just cannot stop. So I'll tell you what, I, I would like your solutions and, and you, I'm sure maybe, uh, and it could be you, maybe a taxi driver, um, but you could also be a, a family member linked to someone who's a taxi driver. And I'm sure whenever you hear about these, these the, 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 the inter-rivalry between taxis, you, it, 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 it honestly must freak you out. It must like, no, man, because you must be concerned for the life of, of you know, your family member. So what do you feel about it in terms of why is this happening and what about solutions? I'll take your calls right away as well. 891 104207 uh, That's if you should engage with me. Um, and then if you want to put up, put up uh, voice notes, keep them to 30 seconds each, okay, for the voice notes. That one you SMS, uh, well, not SMS, use the WhatsApp number for SAFM, which is 0614-104-107. 0614-104-107. That's short voice notes. What's the problem around taxi violence? What's the solution? So what's the problem? What's the solution? How do we get a lasting solution around that? Tweets are as welcome, uh, as always. Uh, hashtag SFM Viewpoint when you do tweet, and then you tag SFM Radio, and then tweet to me as well, Ashraf Gant. Okay, so we'll have a few guests over the next uh, uh, 40 minutes or so. First up, we'll chat to uh, Sheila uh, Senkubuke, who's uh, on the line, uh, the Twane MMC responsible for roads and transport in that region. Uh, MMC, appreciate your time. Thank you, and good evening. Good evening, and thank you for having me. So, so first of all, uh, you, you may have heard me in the introduction talking about the five people, you know, injured this this morning. Uh, do, do I take it they they just injured and and not not more than that, not worse than that? This today's incident. Yes. Yeah, so, as far as we've heard, uh, the people who've been injured are still in the hospital. The one is in a critical condition, and we're still waiting to hear 
how everyone is doing. But right now, there'd be no fatalities. Okay, well, thank goodness for that. Having said that, and whether it's in your, your region in the Chwani area, whether it's in the Western Cape or, or, uh, or Johannesburg and many other parts, the issue of, of would you agree, you know, inter-taxi violence appears to be an ongoing issue. And, and, and the bigger question is, like, why and what are we going to do to stop it? It definitely is an ongoing issue. And I think something else I can say is that we have to look at this historically and how this became a culture within the taxi industry. So if you look back towards the 80s, the taxi industry was one of the few businesses where black people could be actively involved and join the industry. And so as that became a greater opportunity, it was the only place where most people could get in, invest their money, get good money back. And it was unregulated throughout that period of time. And then when the change of government came and the apartheid government was removed and regulation started being implemented. But of course, the industry was already so far wide and far flung. Regulating it was already so difficult. And it was during these transition periods that a lot of violence started to crop up within the industry. And ever since then, it's been perceived as a norm and as a culture. And even though the industry has gone so far and really come a long way in formalizing, and if you look at the Tswana industry in particular, extremely well-structured, proper organizations, good leadership, but this creeping thing continues to happen of resolving issues through violence. So it's a narrative that the taxi industry has to really work hard to change. And, and do I take it that that's central to that? I mean, your initial point is very valid that it it thrived in an in an era, in an apartheid era where, where effectively unregulated but but this emergence of black taxis w- w- is, is a phenomenon and it's a it's a multi million rand, a multi million dollar phenomenon. So so it's a great success story on the one hand, right? Can can we say that ultimately the, the ongoing issues around it is all about turf, all about markets, about you know market share and who's trading on whose toes. Is, is that really it, or is there something else? I think that is an element of it, but it really is a very multi-layered problem. It's extremely multi-layered. It's not purely, and, and I think this is what a lot of people feel that it's purely about roots and it's purely about money. But when you sit down and engage the industry and their leadership, as we did today, we spent the whole day together trying to sort this problem out, you're able to see that there's really more to it than that. So, for example, within the situation that we have today, the argument really culminated because there was a disagreement over taxis from two different associations loading in a particular loading zone. So there's five bay areas, and there's the Minion Taxi Association and the Mamelodi Association. And they were both loading in this bay. And that's where the quarrel came about, because they're both loading, and then they both seem to be going to the same direction. And then when you think about the fact that five people were shot today, but we were able to resolve this issue within a few hours, Mm-hmm. You have to realize that it couldn't have been just about the parking bays. Well, well, well absolutely. So, do, do I take it therefore that you know whether it's the the, the parking bays, whether it's it's the routes that. By and large, these these taxi drivers, taxi associations, because as you said, they are very well governed within themselves, right? Which is where the problem is. If they're that well governed, how is it that they would have rules within their own selves, but then they have no rules in terms of, you know, common law rights, in terms of 
the common routes that we all use every day. Why do we have that anomaly? Yeah, go ahead, sorry. I think we have just lost uh, our guest for a second. Okay, let's just try and reconnect with her in a moment. I welcome your thoughts in terms of what's the issue around continuous inter-taxi violence. And the bigger issue is how do we finally, once and for all, put an end to it so we can all sort of clap and applaud and say, well done, at least we've smashed that scourge and we can celebrate the the positivity of, of uh, the impact that these taxes have made in all our lives. More on The Viewpoint in a moment. Next week, Nikhil Trickham tells us why he's inspired by South Africa's cities. Salman and Katrina are back for another thrilling ride on the Tiger. Kalani Rani shares her ideas about winter fashion. Fatima and Zainab Parekh prepare a lazy lunch. And the Festival of India boosts business in Gauteng. Share in the Indian experience at Mela on Sunday at 2pm on SABC3. The stage is yours. Watch EFC every Sunday on SABC3. A highly anticipated title fight takes place on 11 August at Grand West in Cape Town when Las Vegas star Dave Mazzani takes on a hard-hitting champion, Martin Van Staden. This weekend, we look back to when Van Staden went to war with Kaleka Kabanda. Plus, relive the epic female title fight between Elisov and Penko. EFC every Sunday at 10 p.m. on SABC3. Proudly brought to you by SABC Sport. Hard-hitting interviews on SAFM. Well, you know, these these taxis we're talking about, I mean, you have different types. I mean, there's been this this one battle between, you know, Uber taxis and other metered taxis, and that's that's one aspect. But but this one would be very much what we would, you know, talk about the highest, the Zola Buds, as we all uh, know them. I would think affectionately in many ways. Uh, from, from also, besides ownership, I think this is an important point as a commuter. Has this dissuaded you from using a taxi? Has it come to a situation where you only use it out of sheer desperation, but the moment you, you're not that desperate, that means you have other options, you are gone. And and if that's the case, have you registered your protest with the various taxi bodies to say, I don't really want to be here because I'm fed up with the type of taxi wars that takes place on, in my space and I am human cargo in one of those taxis. If you have any thoughts and you want to share that, I certainly want to. I'm sure you have thoughts. Oh, eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. Let's get back then to our guest, and that's uh, Sheila uh, Senkubuhi, who is the MMC responsible for roads uh, and transport in the city of Chwane. So uh, we were saying, MMC, um, before we just sort of lost you for a second, that isn't it an anomaly that just about all these taxis belong to a taxi association, what appears to be highly organized taxi associations. I mean, I've interviewed many of them over the last few years, right? That means they must have rules within their own organization and they must adhere to those rules. Otherwise, they won't be part of those taxi organizations. Yet the same taxi organizations then, when they then engage in, in what I'd call common spaces, which is public areas, which belongs to all of us, right? then they, they're very reluctant to follow the rules. They, it's a strange anomaly, don't you think? It is very strange. And it's, it's, as I was saying, the, the entire culture of the taxi industry and the entire narrative needs to come to a point where it changes. And that's what we were discussing in the meetings that we had today. The example that I was giving earlier is that this dispute that happened today, discussion started last 
speak already about this particular issue between Menlin Taxi Association and Mamilodi Taxi Association. But today, it ended up in five people being shot. And yet, within a few hours, we were able to resolve it. And so this is what we were discussing today, that is it really necessary for us to get to a point where people are being shot, ending up in hospitals, yet this is a matter we can resolve in a matter of hours without any bloodshed? And so that's what we discussed, that we have to get to a point, and we've always felt that the Tuane taxi industry is really a beacon of light in this particular area, where we change the way the taxi industry engages not only with one another, but with the communities as well. Well, so, and I'll get to callers in a minute, but, but here's the thought then. Obviously, if there's violence on the streets in terms of space, it's illegal. You can't have violence. You can express an opinion. You can even protest. It's allowed in our country. You can't get down to violence. So, so two parts to, to that. One is, you know, in terms of resolving problems, like you said, has been today, is it that this, this violence continues because, once again, policing, which is not part of your responsibility for roads and transport is in fact a problem that there's a difficulty in policing the violence and the, and the second part uh, if people are arrested um, the conviction rates are very very low which actually makes it a, a pretty good bet that you can continue with your violence I do agree I mean part of the issue that we have is that we need stronger law enforcement and, and that's where as you said someone like myself that's not my portfolio but what happens is then we have to have a very strong partnership together with law enforcement and ensure that the rules are abided by so for example today we are waiting to hear that arrests have been made by the guilty parties and we also feel that if any rules are disobeyed on the road we need to make sure that we can impound people's vehicles so that they feel the brunt of their disobedience if anything happens and you're not obeying the law, whether it's shooting people in the streets, whether it's jumping traffic lights, there has to be accountability. And that's the important thing that we need to really focus on as well. Is it is it a battle that that, that we're having difficulty winning? Just you, hold that thought for a second because I want to get calls, okay? Aldrin on the line from Limpopo. Aldrin, hello. Hi. Yeah, go ahead. Welcome to the show and give me your, give me your viewpoint. Yes, um... Yeah, man, thanks, thanks. And, um, yeah, I'm just, uh, like, uh, I was listening to this uh, topic, and, uh, yeah, I'm actually, you know, um, very, very um, uh, angry about this taxi violence because it's affecting uh, me as well. You see, sometimes I use taxis, but then I decided not to use the taxis anymore and go for public transport. Um the reason, uh, I think, you know, these guys uh, are not very much organized uh, in terms of their infrastructure and the communication between the taxi associations and taxi owners. You know, um, uh, they are just not abiding to the uh, 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 to the to the rules of the road. Uh, even uh, the police, the, like the traffic officers, they stop them regularly. They realize this taxi is not okay. But then the next thing, it's negotiations uh, with the driver that, okay, your taxi, you don't have a right to move from one route to another. And then the traffic officer or a policeman uh, ask you a question. So what do we do now? Uh, with that question, he's asking for a bribe, you understand what mm, I'm saying, mm, mm. and uh, and and I've seen that happening even here in Limpopo. 
it happens time and again. And uh, they don't even check the status of the taxis. And accidents happen. Uh, commuters are affected. They die on the road because of these things. I was in Pretoria uh, last week. And, you know, I couldn't believe how these taxi drivers, like, they take Instead of waiting for uh, on the road like we do, they 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 then jump on the on the uh, uh, rear via uh, lane bus lane, and you know the next thing there was an accident in front on the robot. Mm-hmm. So you know such things, and you don't see any traffic officer there to actually guard that special lane because that special lane not anyone can do, can uh, drive through there, except the rear via bus. Okay, you know, so let's leave it at all, all things considered, you're very disappointed and out of a choice. I mean, you don't want to use taxis, is that correct? Sorry? You don't really want to use taxis, right? No, 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 no. I, 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 I'm I, actually fed up with, with okay. taxi guys. Thank you, thank and you. I make, yeah, Th- thank I, you, th- I would rather go for public transport. All right, thank what you. What I think the best solution would be for government to actually uh, strictly regulate uh, taxi industry. Okay. You know, uh, they should also uh, improve uh, the, the, the public safe and reliable t- public transport because a lot of people, um, they, 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 they want to use public transport, you know, but it must be safe and reliable. And sometimes you have this situation that the taxi guys, would come there, uh, would come to the bus station uh, to, to, to regulate, uh, like, for example, city to city. Okay. Uh, they say, no, 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 you can't. It's your time now. You must move. We must also load passengers. How does that work? If I've got the right as a commuter to choose my system of transport. Okay. I, 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 All right. I Aldrin, let's leave it at that because I think you've said a lot of things and, and they're huge concerns. I'll get to Jay in a minute. Uh, I, I want to get uh, the, the MMC to respond to that. Thanks for that call, right? Uh, MMC, I mean, pick up on, on what, what he said. I mean, he's speaking about regulation. He's saying that, that he doesn't want to ride uh, those taxis any longer. He, he Out of choice, he doesn't do it. Uh, w- w- what have you learned from what he's saying? How, how different is, is his testimony? His testimony is not very different in that a number of commuters are really tired of the way the industry is operating. And this is something we really have to look at. Because if we look at the percentages of people within South Africa who use public transport, and taxis in particular, it's the majority of our population. So we have teachers who need to get to work. We have nurses who need to get to hospital, students who need to get to school. And they don't have a choice. The people of our communities don't have a choice but to utilize taxis. So even if somebody gets to a point where they say they're not tired of using taxis, they want to use a different mode of transport, they often don't have a choice. People don't have a choice and have to use the taxi. And so I think when we want to approach how to deal with this, it's really going to be a multi-level approach. As the caller mentioned, we have to look at law enforcement. We have to partner with law enforcement. We also have to look at public responsibility. The commuters on the taxi who might just instruct the taxi driver, stop here, I want to get off, and the taxi just stops in the middle of the road. 
we have to look ourselves as government, um, law enforcement and policies that we have regarding taxis. And the taxi industry, I think, mostly the responsibility lies with, with the taxi industry where they have to partner with everyone as well. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that the most important thing that we have to look at in all of this is our commuters. It's their safety and making sure that people are able to get to work, get to their destinations, whether it's home, regardless of where it is, that they're able to get there in a safe manner and not fear for their safety simply because you have to get onto a taxi and get somewhere. Well, let's do this. Let's get another call from Pretoria, then we'll, then we'll get you to respond. Then we'll, we'll, we'll let you go. Tabo, go ahead. Hello. You're in Pretoria, right? Hi. Uh, yes. yes, good evening, Ashraf. Good Thanks evening. Thanks for taking my call. It's a pleasure. And good evening to your listeners in the MEC. Look, I'm going to be very short. I just want to find out if, if was, was it ever considered that perhaps the taxi industry can be nationalized? Because I'm, I'm thinking in order for government to be able to deal with a lot of things, they need to employ it directly, so to speak. I mean, if you look at the via system in Johannesburg and Ariang in Pretoria, they actually have to pay taxi industry a lot of money for loss of income. Yeah. So can they just nationalize the industry and employ the taxi association directly? Is would, that way they'll be able to monitor? Are you are you supportive of that? Are you supportive of a nationalized? Would you support it? Tabo? Okay, Tabo's gone. The, 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 it's just bad sound there, but he's saying... What about nationalizing it? And it's an interesting issue around Ria Via where when that happened, many of the taxi drivers protested or the taxi associations and they were allowed, I think, to get a stake or massive compensations for, for potential loss of income on those routes. Uh, I will get a response from the MMC in a minute. Jay from Durban, go ahead. Hello. Jay? No, okay. Let's just see if we can reconnect. Jay, hello. Hi, I, uh, Ashraf. Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Still livid with this taxi association and the running of the. Ta- I'm calling from Durban, Chatsworth. It's gone over three months. There, uh, this taxi violence, and they want to control all the routes. In spite of the fact they were given privileges uh, to have park right opposite the Archie Khan's hospital, and then we had our Indian taxis uh, near the Chatsworth Centre. And they wanted the monopoly of the whole area. With the result, it ended up in such violence. Now, the Chattered Taxi Association has taken it up. It's gone right up to a court. And the investigation turned out many of the drivers had illegal licenses. There was one taxi owner who got over 65,000 grand fine, and it's going on and on. And in inquiring with a taxi driver, I asked him, "Are you? do you want to continue being a driver or do you want to own your own business and so forth? He says, ma'am, I got a 10,000 rand fine. I got caught on the highway. And so how many other drivers are driving around illegally and without proper license? So we are just about fed up. The Minister of Transport, the Taxi Association, and the community has to come together. And I think we should get an alternative. In okay, what's the alternative? The That's the, the big issue. Jay, thanks for that call. What would be the alternative around that? Uh, there's, a, there's a few voice notes we also have. 0614-104-107. So that's the whatsapp voice note number that's when you call in i can't respond to it but it's a 30 second voice note you can leave if you call in we can we can engage as well again so so here's a few of the voice notes that have been left there
the first cuts have been made in the audition rounds. Now, watch the final cut to see which guy and girl survived the different elimination rounds to ultimately feature on an SABC drama. There is melodrama, victory, failure, tension and a lot of emotions. Remember to watch Mondays at 7.30pm from the 26th of June, SABC3. The stage is yours. to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Kada. Hey, Ashraf, good evening. Uh, I think uh, the government should start working with the taxi associations, uh, try to make rules and in, engage with, though with all the associations uh, in the taxi industry. Because you see, there will, there will always be a problem when these associations are working on their own without being under the watch of the government. Thank you, Ashraf. At SAFM Radio and at Ashraf Gada on Twitter. Interesting, they should start working together. I would thought that's a given anyway, right? Let's get the last call. Not the last call for the show, just one call now. Then we'll get the MMC to respond. Then we'll move on. So your calls are absolutely welcome. And I'm interested with two things. Why the ongoing inter-taxi violence around the country, what can be done to actually stop it, to achieve a lasting peace so that they can stay with the business of commuting people and make a profit and do it well and everybody's happy? What can be done to get to that utopia? In the Bender from the, from the city of Chwane, uh, welcome to the show. Hi. In the Bender, hello. Hi. Yeah, you're on the air. Yeah, yeah, after I wanted to contribute my ten words kind of uh, contribution to this taxi thing. Well, I'm glad you called in. Go the, ahead. The, mm. I think the cause of taxi wars is mainly greed in most cases because there are lessons about taxi wars on programs like Isibaya where you can see that the intention of one association is to eliminate the other association to take the route. But I think the solution may be better solution to that to this. I think actually this business must be taken away from this warlord of taxi industries and maybe create a public company where people can sort of group fund this, this company to buy taxis and they hire people like this concept of nationalization. I think exactly that's what this guy is trying to say, that make this, comp- this company be owned by people, like an association for city of Tuan, an association for city of Deben and the surroundings be a public company, and these people be hired, and there will be, there will be no association at all. Because these associations, they, they are actually gangs, gangsters, which cause wars every day. They're gangsters. Okay, the strong words indeed. Thank you. Uh, let, let's get a response from the MMC uh, for roads and transport in the city of Chwane. That's MMC uh, Sheila uh, Senkubure. We're going to let her go in a few minutes' time. R- respond to, to that last call uh, about the cities must run it. The previous call uh, we had about nationalizing and, of course, Jay from Durban saying, you know, it's an ongoing story and they're all just fed up, which we, you know, n- nobody, and I'm, and I'm even challenging people now, can anybody call in and tell us that they give a thumbs up to taxis it just works perfectly every time we just thrilled i'm just i hope you can but i think there's always this fear of not just inter taxi fights but it's also breaking the law in terms of driving unsafe uh, taxis and so on and so on okay but but mc just respond to those 
So I think I will start with the first one where there was the suggestion of nationalizing the taxi industry. Mm -hmm. We have to go back to what I said at the beginning. When you look at the industry historically, this was the first industry where black people were allowed to be able to own something. And if you look at our economy, after mining, the taxi industry is actually the second largest industry in the country and it drives the economy in a large way. So I don't think it would be wise to take that away from giving people the opportunity to be independent owners of a business. Because at the end of the day, we have to look at this, that it is a business. It, it, it might be unregulated to a certain extent, and, and the incidences that happen such as today might occur from time to time, and unfortunately seems to be happening more regularly. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, this is a business, and we just have to find a way, as you said, how to resolve the issues of the ongoing taxi violence. But I don't think it would be wise to take away from people the opportunity to own something and to be your own entrepreneur who gets financing for your family or another company or anything along those lines. So I I certainly don't think it would be the best way to go. But there was also something mentioned about the the buyout when you look at um, Maria Via as well as Ariane. The reason the taxi industry was given a lot of money in both cities and in Cape Town as well is that whenever you implement the BRT system, which should be the Aryan buses as well as the Riavaya, you have to buy out the affected operators. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a bus industry, whether it's the tax indus- taxi industry, you're technically buying that particular transport corridor from them so that the bus can then operate there exclusively. So that's why they get a large payout when the buses come onto the road. Okay. And then... Yeah, yeah. C- carry on. So maybe if, if this, just to wrap up then, in terms of, you know, obviously a lot lots more needs to happen to achieve a lasting solution. And I'm suggesting that if we had this discussion 20 years ago and now we'd be having the same discussion. So like the world has changed with the onset of mobile phones and, you know, uh, technology-related taxis like Uber, and I can give you a hundred other examples, should there be a different way of of approaching this problem? Is that being done? I definitely think there should be a different way, and I believe that we sometimes undermine the power of dialogue. As I said at the very beginning, we just need to get to a point where we change the narrative of the taxi industry. And I keep using today as an example. We were able to solve, within a few hours, a problem that had been existing for a long period of time. If we are able to get a multi-level approach to the situation, get the taxi industry, get government, get the public, everyone around the table. It may not happen overnight, but I'm very confident that we can find a long-lasting solution. Okay, let's leave it at that from your side. Appreciate you giving off your time. And and we hope we don't need to speak to you under these circumstances again. I mean, I I think it's just very, very worrisome. Thank you for your time. That's uh, Sheila uh, Senkubuche, who was the MMC for the city of Chwani, responsible for road and uh, and transport. Now, we'll have another representative giving a different perspective in terms of the problem, I understand, uh, in the Western Cape. Um, And do we have that person on the line? In fact, we have the person right away, right? So let's connect with Andile Kanye, the spokesperson for the Congress of Democratic Taxi Associations. Derek, I'll get to you in a minute, right? Uh, Andile, appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you very much, boss. All right. We, of course, we've been talking about taxi violence, what I call inter-taxi violence or intra-taxi violence. Uh, and the question I'll put to you is what I've done before, which is why the violence? What can be done to stop it? I think the, 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 what, what I think it must happen, first of all, I think we need intervention from the government. 
and how the taxi industry must be formalized. That is the thing that I think it is very important for me. And also what we need to do, government must make sure that there is no new members, there is no new existing members. Where there is existing root association, there must be no another root in, 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 in that association because that also causes a problem. And also what we need to do as a tech industry as well, we need to stop recruiting new members. That is, a, that is the biggest problem that we have because if we are going to continue recruiting new members, what is going to happen if the route is oversaturated? Now you're going to look another route, which is there is existing operators already. That is going to cause a problem because you are going to invade another route because there is, there is a little work in your route. Now you want, to intervene, you want to invade another route. That is going to cause a problem. Those are the things that we need to also take into consideration as a taxi industry. Okay, but, but do you think there would be a solution ultimately? Do you think there's a solution that would work? The solution, I think it can be a solution. And also, I think that also the problem that we are having, uh, I think also the, 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 the traffic authorities also, they must also involve, they must also come to the board because the problem that we are having now, especially now in our route, you will find out that now we are not making money anymore because we have recruited a lot of members in our route. Now, the route are not viable. So what we need to do if the route is, 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 is you not make money. You need to look someone else's route, so that is going to cause a problem. And we need to sit down as a taxi market, not only for the government. We must not only look for the government. We must also take a responsibility as a taxi industry. Sit down, make sure that we reinvent our businesses, because now the problem is the new members. And also, I think the MRE, I'm talking about it, the traffic authority, I mean the, the, the permit authority, they must stop to issuing a permit for a new members because the new members, they are the ones that they are going to cause the violence. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know why? They, they also, they're also a problem that I think we are facing now is the government. Government is still failing for us, the taxi industry. What is happening now if the member is unhappy to the region? Now... Those members, they can go and open another route and another association, and that route can be registered because the government said, no, those members do have a permit, which means the permit does not belong to them. They belong to the previous route that they have. Those are only problems that I think also government need to intervene. Well, I'd like to know what, what is government doing anyway. We just hold that thought. I want to get to Nelson Mandela Bay now because Derek's been holding from there. Derek, I want to get your opinion. Go ahead. Hi. Hello, Ashraf. Good evening. Good Thanks talking to you, Jerry. Thank you. You see, I think it goes back to the previous speaker from Swani was correct. Free enterprise is good. But what's happened is individuals own 10 and 20 and 30 taxis, and they have hijacked the industry, very unsavory characters. The model needs to be redesigned. We've got youth unemployment. So it should be one taxi driver, one owner. Now what's happening is these mafia own 20, 30 taxis. They give it to a driver who must give them a thousand rand for the day. That's why they speed. The model is wrong. They must go to one taxi, one owner. That is free enterprise. And when you can't... make a profit on a route, you obviously will disappear. But the mafia, the groupings are 
causing the problem, not the government. It's the model they've chosen. You've got people who've left politics, politicians who own 30 taxis, ex-policemen who own 30 taxis. I know about it. I was almost killed in a taxi on the uh, 1st of October 2015 when it aquaplaned by one of these uh, okay. groupings. Well, you have got That's us my, thinking. Uh, the model is wrong. One driver... One taxi. Can you imagine? You employ all the youth, and they look after the taxi. You fund them, and they'll be able to make 10, 15, 20,000 rand a month instead of one guy making 100,000 and okay. everybody else trying to live on the Well, car. something has Thank to you, give sir. for that to happen. Thanks for that. Derek has certainly got us thinking. And uh, that's the show. It's called The Viewpoint, meaning we have people with a viewpoint, strong viewpoints, encouraged, absolutely. Antilia, can you respond to Derek's call? It's an interesting one. Yes, I think I think I, 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 I some of the point that Derek has made, I think those points are very, very important. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because now this business is not controlled. Anyone who wants to come to the industry, he can come even if it's a politician, whatever, but I'm not agree about one taxi. What we normally do, I'm talking about Codeta, where I am as a general secretary of Codeta. We at Codeta we sit we, 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 we have a policy. It's only six taxis. Not more than that. If, if one member to have one taxis, what we normally do, we go straight to the transportation board, say, okay, right, if you, ke- you come to us and survey and see that there is a need of a taxi or there's a need of a demand because there's a lot of people in the taxi are not enough, what we normally do, if I have one vehicle, if the government is going to issue or the province is going to issue the permit, which means... I, as Mr. Kanye, have one permit, ne? and somebody have six permits. That person that have six permits, ne? he must wait for me. I must have six permits as well. What we normally do, we encourage our members, okay, guys, this is a permit ne? for this specific route. What you must do as a one owner, you have one taxi. Now you must go and buy a taxi because there is a permit that are going to issue by the government because there is a shortage of a taxi from this route. But don't recruit new members. Don't recruit anybody. And what, what do they say when you tell them that? No, 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 no. This is what we are doing. This is what we are doing. Because at the end of the day, ne, I cannot take permit because I have already six taxes. You understand? So I cannot have more than six taxes. The person that have one taxes must also grow up. This is what we normally do. If there is a permit from the board, the person that have one taxes, ne, he must also grow. He must also get two taxes, three taxes, four taxes, up until six taxes. That, this is what we normally do at Codeta. Yeah. Each and every member from us is only six taxis, not more than okay. that. What's your relationship with other taxi organizations? Uh, you no, know, we have a good we have a good relationship. Sometimes even here in Cape Town, in the Western Cape, if there is a violence which is taking place, we are not saying we as a coordinator. We are well disciplined organization. We are going. We make sure that we also intervene from any other association, even if it's not for coordinator. But. We want to make sure that there is a peace and stability in our own business. But, I mean, if you have a good relationship, then why is there violence? Because that means all the organizations are unable to control their, their, their taxi drivers, their taxi owners, isn't it? No, 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 we do, but we do. But, but we do, but I'm not saying we are succeeding because at the end of the day, sometimes we don't succeed, but we always want to make sure that there is a peace and stability in our region, especially here in Cape Town, not only for Codeta, but any other region which is based here in Cape Town. We always have intervened, and we also have a good president, which is Mr. Misello. He always makes sure that there is a stability and the peace in the taxi industry.
You may have heard, we've got about a minute and a bit to wrap up. Uh, there have been previous suggestions that maybe the taxi industry needs to be nationalized. Government needs to say, we're going to now control it, uh, probably engage with, with sort of transferring of shares with the taxi owners like yourselves and take control and, and incentivize you and subsidize, uh, well, pay out to all of you, and then the government then runs it. Would you support that? No, no, I'm not happy about that. But what we need from the government, we need a subsidy like any other transport industry, because all other taxi industries are also, are also subsidized. But what we need from the government is to make sure that this business is formalized, but not taking anything away from us, you understand? Because now we are working as individuals. And I know I cannot blame the government, because if you are working as individuals, the government cannot even give you a subsidy. We need to formalize so that the government can give us a uh, uh, can the government also can subsidize the taxi industry, but not taking that away because we don't want to. We don't want national nationalization because that is going to kill our business. Do, do, lastly, do you think we'll ever get justice and peace in the taxi industry? Not yet. Not yeah. yet. We are still far away from doing that. Okay, that's but very, we very... need to make sure that there is a stability. We support any anything. I will, I will say that I support anything that is going to bring stability in our business. Okay, got that. Thank you for your time, Andile Kanye. But, but sadly, being very, very uh, well, pessimistic about success in terms of attaining peace. Uh, Andile Kanye is the spokesperson for the Congress of Democratic Taxi Association, speaking to us from the Western Cape. Even though we've stopped talking about it, you can still comment via social media, hashtag SAFM Viewpoint on Twitter with that question, what needs to happen to attain a lasting peace in the taxi industry? I really want solutions. Let's now get to the book of Zone 6.